Welcome back to Edgework here on the Hammer Betting Network, a daily live NHL show, Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Today is Thursday, March 30th, almost through the end of the month of March into April, which means a few things that are absolutely glorious here. MLB starts today. The Masters is quickly coming upon us as well as the NHL playoffs. It's an exciting time all around, but uh, so money, Russ. How are you guys doing today? Good. Yeah, Good, excited. Yeah, opening day, baseball. Oh, there's lots of, <laughs> lots of things going on this morning, man. Yeah, it's an exciting time. Dave and uh, Andrew Coots not excited about baseball season here. Clearly, baseball. Who needs it? Dave, <laughs> yeah, that's like, right. Yeah, it's too boring. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. But uh, uh, well, I guess if that's how you're feeling about it, then we're gonna have to do everything we can to make sure that us here on the Edgework Show can get you prepped for tonight's NHL games, as we do have a full slate ahead. But for those who are watching right now who have some interest in baseball in the MLB and betting on that. Today, we will be starting for the first time this season our first live MLB show. If you like the NHL content, the NBA content that we do daily, live NHL and NBA picks, you're going to love the MLB content that we're going to do as well. Today, for the first time ever, debuting on the Cults of the Pen Twitter account. It will be live on the YouTube tomorrow at 12 Eastern time, but today it'll be live on the Cults of the Pen Twitter account with John Legaze from The Athletic. So that's definitely something you'll want to check out after the fact. And as Jay Stone 9 is saying here, uh, need baseball when hockey is over. That's right. Once the hockey season ends, now you're looking for something to do after the fact. Weekly, between your golf, uh, the golf that you're watching and all that kind of stuff, you're going to need some baseball to carry you over. So that's when it's perfect. But now's the time to get warmed up to it at least. Well, well, we'll be into the hardcore season in the in a, in a tennis as well. So there's that in the summertime. Perfect. So there you go. It's now we're just rolling in. Uh, so money. I started betting on uh, on tennis lately as well. So this Good. is something yeah. new to me. There, I've got dabbled into that. And in fact, the 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 summertime is perfect because it's um, it's 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 on the North American circuit. So like the so like the matches aren't like overnight and stuff. You see most of the um, of the top events during the day. That's even better. Like there we go. What are we talking Baseball about? Baseball and tennis. What? Once we yeah. get through this hockey season, well, obviously this is the best time of the year, rolling into the uh, the NHL NHL playoffs. But once it gets out of that, um, <laughs> once it gets out of that, we're going to need to get ourselves ready for MLB and tennis. And you're going to want to find all that content here on the Hammer. But starting today on the Colts of the Pen Twitter account, you want to check that out. And Rob here letting you know uh, Zach Dowell on tennis, and then ask for a raise a day later. <laughs> Well, it is what it is. It's learning, right? It's a work in progress. We're working on it. Just getting used into the market. But uh, uh, let's get into the games here today. We do have a ton of NHL games to break down. So we'll go through each one, give out our best bets, look at maybe uh, an area that we might be looking at, some news that we might be waiting on for it to come out, and then we'll get into that as well. Uh, but if you do have questions in the chat throughout the course of the show, you have questions about bets that are given out, you like a bet and you're wondering how so money and Russ feel about it yourself, make sure to fire those away in the chat. And of course, most importantly at this point, hit like here on this stream. And so money, if you could pull up that paper, if you've got it handy there with you, Smash I don't it. know if it's Smash disappeared toy. somewhere, but there, there you go. As so money has on the screen, smash it, smash that like button. Uh, so appreciate the support as always. And 
Also, if you are interested in signing up for new sports books, uh, we always recommend doing so through Betstamp. Betstamp is the best way to line shop, look around for the best odds, whether it be on games, totals, or sides, totals, futures, or player props. You can find it with Betstamp. It's also a great way to track your bets, track the progress that you're making throughout the course of the season. But if you are looking in order to support here on the edgework show where you're finding sports books that we're talking about that you don't already have you can find new sports books using the link in the description of this video of this episode right now click on that you can head over and sign up for brand new sports books it supports us here on the edgework show so all support is appreciated but enough of that let's get into today's games Let's start here with the Washington Capitals-Tampa Bay Lightning game. Washington coming off a back-to-back here, heading into Tampa to take on the Lightning. Washington right now is on a two-game losing streak, having just lost in a shootout to the Islanders last night. This team is below 500 on the road, and Tampa Bay coming into this one. We've obviously had uh, heard them the discussion around them. They've been faltering a bit lately, but now 5-5 five and five in their last 10. They're in a position here where they're about six points back of Toronto in the Atlantic. A game, uh, one more game played than them. But Russ, you might be looking here at a situation where you might be looking to jump on a steeper price with Tampa tonight. Why is that? Yep. Yeah. Honestly, um, I do think I think this price is just a little bit short here on the Lightning at home. Um, just monitoring the line movement, it looks like it is moving. It is moving that direction, and this is probably you know this is probably one of my square plays of the day. But we did lock in Tampa Bay regulation minus one twenty this morning, and uh, yeah, I think that this should be probably Tampa Bay closer to minus one forty, or I'm sorry, minus. 240 for the game and yeah probably minus 140 minus 145 for regulation and i do think we'll probably end up getting closer to 230 to 240 for the uh the game money line um by the time the puck drops but yeah as much as this is uh this is a play on the lightning in, in a kind of a get right spot it's a it's a big play uh, against the caps here this team has basically just shipped it in for the season it seems like they're playing playing very poorly recently and uh you know they're really this uh, Caps team is very poor on a back-to-back. They're 28th in average points on back-to-back, so they're one of the worst teams in the league um, on a on a back-to-back in in you know with no rest. So, um, and then you look at the goalie matchup, and it's you know Vasilevsky versus I think we're going to get Charlie Lindgren here. Lindgren is 80th in goals saved against uh, above expectation, so that's just another edge here for the Lightning. I think um, this price is just a little bit too short, so I'm happy here to take uh, take the home favorite. So we did lock in the minus 120 there in regulation for Tampa. But uh, so many of your thoughts on this game here? Yeah, we've been waiting for a couple of weeks now to kind of see if the Lightning are able to turn it around. And the last couple of games, they uh, they, they played well in, in tough games against Carolina and um, and then Boston as well. They didn't get the result in Boston, but I thought that they they played well enough to, to, uh, to win that game. Now they come back home and they're stepping down against a Washington team that's just not good enough right now to challenge any and any good teams. Um, besides their two wins against the Islanders, who they actually do match up well against, uh, the Capitals in this calendar year. So since since January first, their wins have been against the Habs, Blue Jackets three times, Arizona Penguins, Ducks, Sharks, Sabers, and Blackhawks. Yeah. Right. So this is a team that is having trouble stepping up in class. Um, and now on a back-to-back in Tampa Bay, probably starting Lindgren, who's been terrible. Um, I think the Caps are in trouble. 
Now, the I think there's an outside chance we could see Elliot. Um, I'm not sure. sure if Vasilevsky has been confirmed yet, but the Tampa Bay Lightning are doing their team photos right now instead of letting <laughs> me know who's going to start in goal. So um, I'm waiting on that. But if it is Elliot... Um, I will be on the on the over. Sure. Um, there was the, there was some money that came in on the on, on the over, but um, a plus money six and a half uh, would be what I would be targeting if we see if we see Elliot in goal. But as of right now, we're still taking our team photos, so that's great. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that was a great note about uh, just who the Caps have played recently. You know, this is a this is a completely a step up in class. And also just a note, I do think we could probably get Brian Elliott or it's maybe a 40 percent chance we could get Brian Elliott. Uh, but I'm comfortable locking this price in no matter what. I think it probably does jump up a little if we get Vasilevsky confirmed. And then uh, if we do get Elliott, you'll get a little bit of a discount. So I don't think it matters too much if you wait. Okay. Um, yeah, so we're we'll, we'll waiting on that uh, Brian Elliott news there for uh, for the over. So as soon as uh, so money's team photos are taken, then uh, then we'll hit the breaking news button. So if anybody in the chat sees it, of course you guys are more than welcome to break that news to us. We do have the animation that get, can get played at any moment Absolutely. in time. So you run through here with some breaking news, you get to see some exciting stuff on the screen. Uh, we'll pop that up, and maybe we could circle back to the over in this game. But uh, as as of right now, only official play in that game, if I'm correct, there is the Tampa Bay money line in regulation, minus 120, locked in there. Uh, uh, you can track that on the BetStamp app. After the fact, you see all the bets that were placed throughout the course of the season. You can find that in iOS and Android, as well as on the web. You can find us in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. Track our progress throughout the course of the season. Um Rob here saying so money hating on people taking pictures. Welcome to 2023. <laughs> why can't you why can't you take your pictures after letting me know who starts in goal? Yeah, it's simple. They spend or the whole day practice day. <laughs> yeah. Why can't this be done on a practice day? That's what I'm like. <laughs> yeah, what are we ab- doing? Absolutely. Yeah, an off day. Seriously. Yeah. No need. Um Storm Blaze asking you, you guys before we move on from this game, what price would you be looking for uh, for over six? Uh, I'll let me pull this back up here quickly for the over six. Over six, I need um, minus one twenty-five on the over six. Okay. All right. Maximum we'll minus one twenty-five. Yep, and you Got can it. be sure if we do get Elliot, those sixes will disappear quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So there are sixes, minus 120, minus 125 sitting out there right now. Uh, so you're saying maximum up to minus 125 for anybody wondering right now. Uh, there are a few books sitting at minus 120, minus 125. And then uh, we are obviously seeing a couple books at the plus money price on the over six and a half. But we're waiting for confirmation in that one. Uh, before we move on so there you go first game of the night uh if anybody has any questions obviously make sure to ask them in the chat uh but we'll continue to move forward here on the game since we do have plenty more to get through tonight um russ on the show the other day we talked about how as soon as we discussed no nashville against boston we're gonna stay away from that one we got a huge price we should have just immediately locked it in and went with it as Nashville does go on to beat the Bruins there in that game. And now they're going into Pittsburgh tonight. Pittsburgh's a team with much more desperation than uh, the Bruins were at that point in time. Sure. Boston's just basically playing to try to get through to the end of the season, keep everyone healthy. Uh, nonetheless, Nashville is still in a position where they could potentially get themselves into a playoff spot. Only three points out right now. 
They got Calgary in between them and a playoff spot, a point back of Calgary, three points back of Winnipeg, who is a team who could be jumpable right now, especially given the way that they've been playing lately. If you're looking at this one, uh, we've kind of talked about how Nashville might be a team to stay away from, whether it be uh, throughout different court, different shows of the mm-hmm. days of the week. Mm-hmm. Would tonight be a night that you'd want to stay away from Nashville? You're sitting at plus 176 for them, or what could this price be potentially enticing for you to get involved in? See, this is such an interesting game for me. Um, I'm traditionally, you know, like I love the Penguins and I do lean towards the Penguins here. I was very surprised to see that number at minus 215, minus 220 this morning, and I figured it would come back a little bit. Um, so we're, we are seeing a little bit of support in the market um, for Nashville, but this this Predators team is so hard to call right now. You have no idea uh, what team is going to show up. You know, it seems like they are kind of battling for that for that playoff spot. But then some nights they just don't show up at all. So this is a this is a very interesting game for me. And I did want to break it down. I did want to have a play on this game because I think these teams are so interesting. Um, and initially I was sort of looking at pens and sort of looking at the over. But uh, yeah, after hitting that player prop on Tuesday, that got me, uh, you know, got me a little bit more excited about more player props. So yeah, the way all I'm right. looking at this one is uh, there you go. Yeah, I'm looking at Jake Getzel. I'm looking at him over three and a half shots on goal. And I believe that's right at about even or minus 105-ish. And I think that's a fantastic price. Um, This is a Pittsburgh team that just drives a ton of play, ton of scoring chances. They're first in uh, scoring chances for over the last 10 games. Yeah, minus 102. I think that's great. Minus 105. Um, Jake Gensel's gone over this price, over three and a half shots on goal in nine of 14 games in the last month. Um, Nashville just does not stop any plays. They have Hughes Saros in goal, and that's keeping them in a lot of games, but their defense is very poor. They're 25th in shots against. So I think this should be a very fun game to watch. I could see it being high scoring. I could easily see a 3-3 game, but I could see also see a ton of shots, you know, ton of shots on goal. I could see Jose Saros getting 40 saves or so here, and a lot of these Pittsburgh Penguin forwards getting a ton of shots on goal. So I think this is a cheap price, and I think Getzel gets over this three and a half shots uh, majority of the time. So I'm, I'm happy to lay the minus 105 here. So money, look at that. Yo, one show, Russ swings sure. off on his own. He does a show with Todd. Next thing you know, he's coming yeah. hitting us with regulation <laughs> time bets, pr- player props. Like this show is diversified its uh portfolio that's what happens, here. Yeah. Like crazy yeah. I love it. we do one show with todd and that's what happens man he, he rubs <laughs> off on you yeah next no. thing you know russ is going to be hitting us at the end of the show with uh penalty minute props yeah. that he's discovered now we're not we're not there quite yet but yeah definitely <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I think you know some of these player props are are absolutely worth looking at yeah yeah the uh, the only thing that I'll disagree with Russ there is that no I don't think that this game is going to be fun because yeah. there's <laughs> no team in this league that pisses me off more than Nashville, um, complete yeah, trash, yeah, and they just find a way to just um, just mm-hmm. uh, just just find a way here. So on on the other hand, it's really tough to trust Pittsburgh right now. Um, they just they don't get the goaltending. They it just it. <laughs> It's just bad hockey. They they're just not playing well. Uh, there's no consistency in their game. Uh, they're giving up so many chances, and when you're giving up chances without getting the goaltending, it just uh, you 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 can't beat anybody in this league. And 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 we saw that against um, against the Wings. So for this game, I'll pass. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, uh, cheering for the Penguins, but um, it's not a number that 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 I'll be getting involved with with the Penguins here. All right. 
I was trying to think of some creative way I could ask this question on the spot related to edge work or hammer or something. I came up with nothing, so maybe you guys have something here. But so, Money, I'm going to start with you. We're looking at two teams there in this game in Nashville and Pittsburgh before we move on from it. Both teams are fringe playoff teams right now. Fringe playoff teams. Pittsburgh's holding on to the last wild card. They're one point up on Florida on the other side in the West. Nashville's three points out. Winnipeg's kind of been faltering a little bit, so they're back of them. I think they could surpass Calgary without really too much of a question. I know that we're sitting here saying Nashville's not playing that well. They did trade away a bunch of guys, but still, based on how Calgary's kind of been able to finish games or collect points, they could surpass them and then maybe jump past Winnipeg. You're looking at Nashville, Pittsburgh. Could either of these teams be putting themselves or be in a playoff spot come the end of the regular season? Either one of these teams. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's possible that they both can, right? We see we see um in the Western Conference, uh Winnipeg is in a complete free fall right now. Um Calgary starting to look better, but there's a reason why why Calgary's where they are in the in the, in the standings as well. And then over in the East um, with Pittsburgh, I generally, um, there's no secret, I generally do come in higher on the Penguins than most. Um, I do give them a lot of breaks for the injuries they've had, especially on the back end. But um, besides the Islanders now who've kind of established themselves as, 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 as a wildcard team, um, who's, who's around Pittsburgh right now that can, that you can confidently say can take the reins. You got, Florida, who, yeah, they won last night, but but they haven't been consistent. And um, Ottawa is there, Buffalo. They there's, I wouldn't be surprised if they both made it. Yeah, I mean Florida. Yeah, Florida's been struggling a little bit, so that kind of makes me lean towards pins a little bit. Um, and then on the on the flip side, yeah, Winnipeg is just completely completely fallen. So I think that the Predators could easily yeah jump the Flames and the Jets on the in the West. Right. And Rob saying Calgary 40 to one uh, to win the West that FanDuel can't wait to lose even more money on this team. <laughs> would those would any of those kind of bets be something you guys are looking at at this point in time and adding to the portfolios that you've got? Absolutely. And I think that um, what, what what Rob is saying, I, I completely agree with we've how many times have we seen in the NHL where you have these long shots that just get into the playoffs, mm-hmm. get 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 all the way to the conference final, right? So, and um and and we talked about Calgary too that if they do get in, it's because they got they started getting consistent goaltending down the stretch, and if that happened, um, there's no reason why that possibly can't continue through the playoffs, and mm-hmm. the West is wide open. So as much as we love our Oilers. It is still wide open, and if you're looking at a, a team like Calgary at forty to one, um, yeah, I, I would absolutely look at that. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. Yeah, definitely. I do. I've got a ticket on Calgary to miss the playoffs at plus four fifty, so I'm rooting for them to miss the playoffs. I also have Nashville to miss the playoffs at minus one fifty five. So I would like both those teams to uh, to falter here and to see the Jets take that last spot, but we'll see. I, I think that forty to one is is probably playable though. Yeah interesting very interesting to see and uh as russ kind of teased there's some of the futures that he's holding on to and what he'd like to see go down the stretch uh here on the edgework hq youtube channel over the next 
couple of weeks as we approach the playoffs. We're going to have all the different creators that you see on the show on a daily basis coming on and talking about some of their best and worst futures bets. So if that's something you'd be interested in, make sure to subscribe here to the Edgework HQ YouTube channel as that'll be something that'll be coming out in a new video series over the next week or two. So we can check out. Uh, Check that out and have everyone come on and break down everything that they've got going on, the futures that they're holding. But moving on to another game here as we do. Wait, has, 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 has Russ talked about his devil's futures? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for bringing it up. No, but I will tell you, um, 50 to 1 to win the Stanley Cup. It's actually, I mean, it's looked a little worse recently. The last couple of weeks have had me a little worried. Um, but like you said, it's completely wide open. So I think, you know, obviously if you have that price in your pocket, you're doing all right. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Mosel, you're saying this is a Pacific Division only chat. <laughs> yeah. Thursdays are, are starting to be Pacific Division for sure. <laughs> yes, but we're going back over to the East here, and it is the team that we talked about had just played last night. Did get a win against the Toronto Maple Leafs, a huge one for them, a desperation win for the Florida Panthers. We almost saw Paul Maurice's head completely explode on the bench a few different times throughout that game, whether it's because of their play or calls that he was seeing on the ice. But nonetheless, Florida makes it through. They managed to get a win, and it was kind of on the back of this unknown or no-named goaltender that everyone was referring to, at least on Leafs Twitter after the game, and Alex Lyon, who makes 38 saves on 40 shots for the Panthers, backstopping them to that win. Uh, just typical fashion for the Leafs. You're going to come away from that one and say, oh, we got goalie. They're like, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. Florida just had it uh, had it more, had more desperation to close that one out. But now they're coming into a back-to-back here. And so, Money, you think there might be a spot and might be an opportunity here where we see Lion in net here again tonight against the Habs. And that might be in, uh, leading you to have a play in this game? Yeah, but um, I think that you missed an opportunity last night um, on your show. You should have led with the Lion King soundtrack. I think that would have been a nice, <laughs> a nice touch for you on the show. Um, we, no, there was enough. There was enough going on last night yeah. that I had to deal with. <laughs> it was a fun night for you. Um, yes, we was- might see uh, Lion going uh, going back to back here with uh, with Bobrovsky. Sick. Um, wow. He Bobrovsky is, is in Montreal, so. He hasn't been um, he hasn't been ruled out for this game, so that's something to keep an eye on. Line has actually gone back to back twice this season. Uh, would, there was a seven six um, OT loss in Pittsburgh and a four three OT win in in Boston. More importantly, though, the Panthers have shown all season that they've gotten themselves into high event games in the in the in the second half of of back to backs, and they've been doing that all season. Um, so I would be looking at the over, but there are a couple of problems with that. Um, firstly, the Habs have actually tightened up defensively um, since they gave up the nine goals against against Florida a couple of weeks ago. And second, uh, no coach wants to be involved in 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 that kind of game. So usually, uh, the total gets inflated when when the teams play again um, in relative short orders, and then uh, both both teams kind of make a concerted effort to not let that happen again. Um, Obviously, Florida, I'm not high on them. I think that this is a good spot for Montreal. The line is is inflated. We're seeing upwards of, um, I saw plus, plus 195. I did play this earlier in the morning. Um, and if, um, if Lion does get confirmed, then I will be adding more to that. So I think we can go ahead with the Habs. I don't think that Florida should be laying this price against anybody. And with Lion possibly on a back-to-back, you you downgrade that a bit. So I, I do like the Habs here. 
All right, yep. so we'll track that in there. At plus 190 right now is uh, best price available for the Habs money line for tonight's game. But, uh, Russ, any thoughts for you on this game? No, I think, you know, so money covered it pretty well. I uh, I lean towards the over a little bit, but it looks like that's getting bet into currently. Um, it looks like it's all the way up to, yeah, I haven't seen it. It's like minus 150 over six and a half. So it looks like that uh, value's kind of gone there. But yes, I when I look at this number, I think it's a little bit long on the Panthers. I would, uh, I would have, you know, make my fair price closer to minus 180, one, minus 190, and I'm seeing minus 230s out there. So, yeah, that's strong enough to uh, to take the Habs here as a, as a home dog. So I agree. All right. So locked in there. Um, any thoughts for you guys on this insight saying in the chat, Matheson, anytime goal scorer, plus 600. Obviously looking at a little bit of a longer shot on the anytime goal, but uh, Russ, our new Thursday prop expert. Any <laughs> no thoughts way. from you on this one? <laughs> Um, you know, I think, I think that that's a, probably a pretty good price if you want to, uh, if you want to just take a flyer on the team. And especially since like we were talking about, they play such high event games that I think that's probably, you know, I think that's probably a fine play. Um, just yeah. kind of pulling up some of his stats here because I'm not extremely familiar with him, but yeah, he is one of the better, you know, scoring defensemen, I think. Um, I'm pulling up here, so I'm seeing 425s available as best price that we're pulling in. Oh, right yeah. Now. So, so yeah. if you've got 600, then exactly, yeah, or... you're just doing it off off market price. Which, if you yeah. see something like that, you should probably just sprinkle on it. You know, anytime you see a number like that. Yeah, there is well off from what we're seeing here on yeah. average of these ones. So, I mm -hmm. think at least compared to market, you're probably looking at a pretty good price, but. Moving on, uh, I saw someone ask here earlier on, did they miss the Jersey uh, Rangers preview? No, you did not. We will get to that right now as we look to this uh, tight battle here that's developing in the Metro, kind of unexpectedly at least at this point. I was, we saw Carolina start to pull away. We saw Russ's New Jersey Devils in a situation where there was a point in the year where they were further away from everyone else, and now they had pulled away from the Rangers over the last or within the last two weeks, and now all of a sudden New, uh, the New York has closed that ba back up again. I'll just list these off because it is kind of interesting to see where that standings is at right now the rangers currently sitting third in the metro so working our way bottom to top right now they are two points back of the devils they have the same number of games played and they are five points back of the carolina hurricanes so new jersey currently sitting three points back of the canes these teams are all in positions where i mean you go on a run maybe one of the other teams kind of falters you could find yourself able to jump ahead and grab first or second or sur just surpass somebody else and get maybe a more favorable matchup come playoff time secure that home ice uh russ i'll go to you on this one to start these are your new jersey devils here these are the guys we are getting behind so money on the western side we are all oilers on the east here we are all devils for russ uh, yep. where are you at here tonight for uh for this devils rangers game yeah traditionally if you watch the show you know the past few weeks this would be a, a spot that i would love to take the devils at home here traditionally and my numbers do support that a little bit but this Rangers team is just a powerhouse right now. They are just running over everybody in their way. And it's not like they're playing bad competition at all. You know, it's the Pens, it's the Hurricanes, it's the Preds who, you know, 7-0 against the Preds. So this team is just playing awesome. And they're getting it, you know, from on defense or getting it on offense. So I do certainly lean towards my Devils here. 
Um, I probably think true price may be closer to minus 140 or minus 145. So I lean that way, certainly. But this Rangers team is just a powerhouse and they're they're unbelievable. They're playing unbelievable hockey right now. And that's not something that I want to step in front of. I think um, this should be a very, very close game, probably fairly low scoring. Um, and then, you know, this the edge in goalie is so big. Also, the uh, the Devils are just getting such poor goalie play right now that it's hard for me to trust a bit Vanacek in goal, who I believe they just did confirm. He's been uh, just terrible. And uh, on the other side, Igor Shosturkin is getting right back into form, playing like he did last year. So I don't want any part of this game. I think this would be a fantastic game to watch for the playoff implications, but I won't have a play, unfortunately, in this game. Yeah, inside here saying Shesterkin confirmed and uh, yeah. uh, Rob letting you know you could have just saved all that time. He would broke it down for you. Devils outshoot Rangers 51 yeah. to 20 and lose 3 to 2. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. That's exactly it. That's perfect. <laughs> it's, but, uh, uh, and it's just not just not enough edge, right? Like there's there's other games, there's other spots where I have a lot more value, I have a lot more of an edge than something where, yeah, it could easily be 3 2 either way. Right. Yeah, it's not it. It's not to the same extent, but uh, um, the Rangers are my Nashville of the East. Um, yeah. If we somehow get a Nashville Rangers uh, Cup final, you'll know that I'm completely bankrupt. Um, <laughs> right? So um, we we do need to remember that um, that that the Devils are still a young team, and with that comes comes some bumps along the way. So what 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 stood out for me after after the loss against the Islanders was that uh, Lindy Ruff stated, I quote, I think we clinched a spot and I don't know if our group dealt with that. It's a learning experience, yeah. right? So you're seeing a team that is kind of learning how to win together, learning how to handle success. Um, and I think the Devils will be in a better mindset in this game. Of course, as Russ mentioned, the concern is goaltending. I actually thought that they'll go with Blackwood in this game. So I'm a little surprised that they chose... Um, that they went with Vanacek, which completely takes me off the game because um, Vanacek's current form, he is he he is in inconsistent. And um, based on based on my notes on Ruff, um, he kind of flipped the script on me here a bit. So um, I was all set for Blackwood. I had all my numbers done for Blackwood, but uh, with 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 Vanacek um, against Igor, um, I I won't be getting involved in this game. And I think Rob's right. Devils will probably dominate and. Rangers will pull out a one goal win somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm I'm I, I'm just tired of losing money against the Rangers at this point. I think that's 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 what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay, yeah, I completely understand that. I don't fault you for that at all. Uh, but, uh, we'll move on from that one then. No plays there. Uh, so we will look at uh, next game briefly. I don't want to spend too much time on this one. I feel. Uh, I feel like that pit in my stomach, Russ, we might end up with a similar situation that we ended up with the other day where later yeah. <laughs> tonight I'm going to send you a message and say, what the hell happened here? We yeah. skipped over this game. So we, we're not going to skip over it. We'll pull it up on the screen here. Columbus on the road taking on the Boston Bruins. I mean, Boston, incredible, incredible team at home this year, 34-3. and But we are seeing them kind of just get to playoff time here now that's what they're trying to get to is there anything for either of you guys in this one any way you'd look to play this one at all no not really i think you know (laughs) minus 500 is absolutely insane um so it certainly is too long of a price pretty much any way you cut it uh that's just crazy i can't get there 
But on the flip side, you know, I'm not you're not gonna I'm not gonna have a bet on this Jackets team who just got completely dominated against the Rangers last game. And um, you know, they have been playing a little bit better, but obviously their season is completely over. So, you know, this will be a no play for me, complete pass, won't even probably watch this game. <laughs> yeah, I would um I would entertain the over in any in any um Columbus game, but I'd, I think the adjustment up to six and a half, even though it's the Bruins, I think that's a, that, that's probably fair. So, so that uh, that that makes me back away from the game. And this is this is one of those games where similar to the Colorado Anaheim game, which is the only time I'm ever going to talk about this game, about that game again. But um, th- but like that was a situation where uh, Colorado was able to name their score. So I think that same thing with Boston here. <laughs> um, they will. Well, they. They will. Um, Don't say yeah, it. Just got me <laughs> off there, but uh, <laughs> the message there. But uh, yeah. yes, <laughs> Boston will name their score. They'll do whatever they want to do in this game. So um, I, I do like the over, but at six and a half, it makes me uh, it makes me back off. Thanks, Andy. All right. Yeah, I know. I got, got it at the same time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Andy McNeil in the chat there uh, for everybody else. <laughs> yeah, Moving on. Fire this morning. <laughs> yes. The chat is on fire this morning. Uh, <laughs> Uh, if you're in the chat, you haven't hit like on the stream. Please make sure to do so as well. If you're sub- if you're watching and you're not subscribed to this channel, smash it, smash that subscribe button, and smash that like button. Help us out. We got about uh, 19 likes here on the stream so far this morning. That's not enough for considering how many people we've got watching and how many people yep. have come through here. So hit that like button. Uh, moving forward in games here tonight. The Philadelphia Flyers on the road to take on the Ottawa Senators. Thomas Shabbat now out for the Senators. The Flyers are coming into this one. One of the hottest teams in the NHL right now, a four-game win streak for the Philadelphia Flyers. And Russ, would uh, if you're looking at this game tonight, would you be looking to maybe get behind the Flyers? Would you be looking at an over in this one? How would you like to play this game tonight if you were to place a bet on it? Yep, this is um, one of those games that's dependent on goalies for me. So I probably won't lock anything in, I don't think, yet. But Felix Sandstrom is basically my uh, Jonas Johansson. You know, this is a complete <laughs> complete fade, complete bet against when Felix Sandstrom gets confirmed for, for the Flyers. Um, he, did, he did go last game and actually performed pretty well. But I believe Carter Hart is still out with an injury. Um, searching all over Twitter, all over everything this morning to try and find, just get a little bit of an insight um, to see which one of these guys was going to be in net. But some people are saying that Carter Hart might be back, and some people are saying that Sandstrom is going to go again. I think, you know, this is just a monitor for me. If I do get Sandstrom here, against uh against Talbot which they think Talbot will be back for the Sens then I'll, this is an auto play at minus 150 um I think that if it does sneak up a little um when they confirm Sandstrom you could play Ottawa uh regulation time uh at minus 110ish even a plus money but yeah this is a it's a pretty simple handicap for me I'm a I'm a anti Felix Sandstrom guy I think he's one of the worst goalies in the league easily probably you know yeah, down there with with the Jonas Johansons of the world. Um, so yeah, it's it's a very simple play for me. If we get Sandstrom, I will be on the sends here. So I just monitor it and uh, just kind of pay attention or or check uh, the Bet Stamp app. Okay, so nothing in it as of right this second. Though. No, I don't think you can. I don't think you can lock anything in yet because it's such a difference between Carter Hart and Felix Sandstrom here. So uh, yeah, if if we do get Carter Hart back, it, it'll be a no play for me. All right, fair enough. 
Yeah, the the Flyers are playing their best hockey of the season right now. They're pretty much the uh, Canucks of the East. They should have been tanking, but uh, but uh, things have come together for them. The uh, they young kids are actually buying in, and um, it's they're actually a fun team to watch. If you've watched any of their games, uh, I do yeah. I do like watching Flyers games these days. Um, we do, as Russ mentioned, want to monitor the status of Hart. It was a lower body injury the other day, and we're not getting anything out of Tortorella right now at all. Um, that said, I do disagree with Russ a bit here on Sandstrom. I don't think he's been as bad as the market thinks. Um, we saw a big move against the Flyers when Hart was announced out against the Habs, and I would expect something similar if um, if 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 he gets confirmed again. But um, I think he's been he's been either he's been around league average right now. Um, so I don't think he's as bad as, um, as, as, as the market thinks. Now the concern is, uh, Talbot starting. I don't, I don't like betting on goalies, um, that, that have been off for that long. So that, um, takes me off the Ottawa look. Um, I did kind of like the under six and a half, but with, with with Talbot starting that 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 backs me off a bit but I will say that if Sandstrom does get confirmed depending on how much that um how much money he takes on the over um I would consider the under six and a half there if I can if I can get that at plus money I have a uh I have a player prop for people to keep an eye out for in this one uh one that I'm looking at right now is Morgan Frost over one and a half shots on goal at minus 143 you can find that across on the different cami books uh that would be the barstool bet rivers north star across those different unibet those different ones there that are available uh over the last five games Morgan Frost has gone over the number in four of the five uh he's just been prone to shooting a whole lot more looking at in the last four two two he went one against Detroit and then back to five against the Habs the other night uh and sitting at minus 143 across those different ones there at the one and a half that's one for me that uh that I'm looking at to get behind with Morgan Frost I think kind of as you mentioned so many of the young guys buying in he's one of those guys he's going to be leaned on a little bit here he's going to be one of the guys of the future he's kind of stepped up here offensively and had to uh had to start to make an impact himself so over one and a half minus 143 for me is my my player prop of the day that's the one i'm looking at in this game so yeah seems a little bit short yeah i like it yeah torts was uh torts was rave, was raving about him the other day as well i think uh um he's 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 one of the guys that he uh that he singled out as uh, someone who's really stepped up his game yeah yeah so generating a ton of shots there i just think sitting at one and a half uh, at the minus 143 a little low for where it's at you're seeing some of the other books also starting to lean heavily towards it's 160 170 180 uh so obviously that is one that you can find widely available still right now but uh i think it'll move throughout the course of the day to follow so follow in line with some of the other ones so that was one that i wanted to make sure to give out there but uh, moving on here, few more games left that we'll get into. Next up, we're going to look at the Carolina-Detroit Red Wings game. Carolina on the road here. As I mentioned when we talked about the New Jersey-New York Rangers game, Carolina's in a spot where they've got to hold on right now for dear life if they want to stay in first in the Metro Division. They are coming into this one on a two-game losing streak few points up on New Jersey and the Rangers. Detroit on the other hand, 4 and 6 in their last 10, 18, 15 and 4 at home this season and Carolina's been pretty decent on the road, 22, 7 and 6. 
Now, we're looking at Carolina here. Minus 212, best price available for them. Uh, Russ, is there any way that you would want to play this game if you're going to look at it any way at all that you could be enticed? Not necessarily. Um, I do I do lean towards the Red Wings here. I think that price is a little bit long. Um, if you tuned into the show last week when, when I jumped on with Rob, he, you know, I think we highlighted kind of some of the Hurricanes deficiencies right now, and they just aren't generating anything on offense. They're really, really, really struggling on offense. Since losing Shvesnikov, they are, they are very, very poor on offense. And if you're going to get a price like this on a scrappy Detroit team at home, close to two to one, then, yeah, I think, you know, that's the way I would certainly lean. Um, you know, my numbers have it pretty close to market i would make carolina closer to minus 180 or minus 190 but it's not quite enough for me to get involved here uh but i would lean towards the red wings but but no play for me here anything yeah we have money? the uh we have the alex nadelkovic game here um we did yeah. uh we, we have mentioned the wings would like to play low event hockey um now they now they got away from that script against the penguins but Pittsburgh is bringing out that pond hockey and everybody right now. So um, I think we'll, yep. I think we'll return to uh, Detroit wanting to tighten it up. And of course, as we know, Carolina will have no trouble complying with that. Um, and as Russ mentioned, they do have trouble generating offense on, on, on their end too. I did, um, I did play this under uh, before we came on and while we've been doing the show, the under took some money. So I do like the under up to minus minus six fifteen. Um, I think we can, we can, we can get it there. And that's, that's that's where I'm at, at at this game. I've got the under here. Sure. The under six, uh, under six. You talked there about there's some money minus one hundred five available. Uh, we'll track that here as uh, as our bet in this game. But uh, yes, that is you can find minus one hundred five uh, across again the Cami books. You can find it uh, minus one thirteen, minus one fifteen available. And someone you said you would play this up to minus one fifteen. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. So that is widely available as well. So. We'll lock that in, but moving on from this game, uh, next up, we'll look at this one quickly if there's anything you guys have in it, but moving to the St. Louis-Chicago game for tonight. Uh, St. Louis on the road to take on the Blackhawks, slightly favored in this one, minus 138, so money. Any side total player prop, game prop that you'd be leaning towards in this one? Well, with, with any Blues game right now, you need to look at the over, but um but can the blackhawks hold up their end right now so just too many questions and uh, i i don't know if the blackhawks give us enough um even against the blues to um to uh, get this over um where we got it at the, at the six and a half now so it's a so it's a pass for me i don't want anything to do with the blackhawks and i'm not laying that number on the blues either yeah right. yeah yep, completely agree i uh i think you do have to look at the over here for any blues game like he said but uh but yeah there's no play for me here this blackhawks team is clearly in tank mode lost six in a row here so i, I expect <laughs> i expect probably another loss for them uh some of these lineups that they're trotting out there are just terrible so yeah this will be a you know stay away game won't even watch it <laughs> okay 
<laughs> Next up here, Russ, I'm going back to you. We are looking at uh, the LA Kings here. If uh, on the road, taking on the Edmonton Oilers, I want to start with you based on, um, uh, I know, I think we know where so money, his heart at least lies in this yeah. game. So we'll get the, we'll get your analytical breakdown before we throw to so money there on this one. LA on the road, taking on the Edmonton Oilers. They're second in the Pacific right now. This Pacific division is also becoming somewhat of a race as we get down to the wire. Uh, two points back of Vegas. They've got the same games played. They're a point up on the Oilers. They got a game in hand on them as it stands right now. LA's playing good hockey. Hockey seven one and two in their last ten. The Oilers playing good hockey eight one and one in their last ten on a two game winning streak coming into this one. If you're looking uh, at this price tonight, where you got Edmonton favored at home minus one fifty four, you feel like this is on on market where it should be. This is uh, appropriate for this game tonight. It depends a little bit. Um, it depends on the goalie who we get for the Oilers. Uh, I don't know if they will go back to Campbell here, but, uh, you know, I think there is a small, small chance, maybe a 25, 30% chance that we do see Campbell here. And uh, if that is, if that's the case, then I certainly lean towards the Kings at this price. Uh, I think, you know, this Kings team has been playing absolutely awesome and, and they play really, really good defense. Um, I think, as I mentioned a couple of shows ago, and so money disagreed with me. This Edmonton team, you have to look at the over. This team's playing absolutely unbelievable offense and generating any scoring chances they want. And they have fairly average defense. Well, you know, I think that that the actual, I think seven's probably the right price here because this Kings team is such such good, good at defense. They're so good at uh, as stopping chances their third and expected goals against the last 10 games. So I think this is a great matchup. Um, you know, and I think it does lean towards the Kings here. I think if we get Campbell, it'll probably be on the Kings. This is one of those games where one of those where you have to confirm the goalie. It's not, you know, they're not interchangeable. Skinner's a lot better than Campbell at this time. So I'm sort of leaning toward the towards the Kings, um, maybe leaning towards the over a little bit. But I honestly, I don't have anything locked in right now, and I'm, I'm not sure if I'll, I'll get there. Fair enough. All right, so money. We know that we are all Oilers, but uh, where are we at tonight on a game-to-game -game basis? Are we Oilers again here tonight for you, or would you kind of lean towards where Russ is going with this one? We're not Oilers yet, but <laughs> um, I would be shocked if the if the Oilers don't go with Skinner here. I'll be yeah. absolutely floored, and sure. I wouldn't know anything about my Oilers anymore if they've decided that they're going to go back with Campbell in this particular game. Right. So I'm banking on Skinner starting. Um, for the Kings, they're, they're, they're goaltending. Um, it, there is a difference right now, and it does matter who starts in goal for the Kings. Um, Corpusalo gives them the better shot in this game. So um, I do need to confirm who the goaltender is because the market will move. De depending on where the on where they are with their with with their goaltending now, with the Oilers, their their totals are interesting because you you see the kind of prevailing narrative that the Oilers don't get any goaltending, which could be true. But if you dig deeper, um, Skinner's five on five um, goaltending, there's there's no problem there. He's he is. Um, he has inserted himself as a bona fide starter in this league, even though the game totals don't don't reflect that. Um, a lot of the Oilers' game totals, a lot of their kind of what we what we see showing up in the metrics, 
they're based on on Jack Campbell. And there's such a difference between those two right now that it brings the overall metrics for the Oilers down. So when you look at when you look at just Skinner, um, you see that there's um, that he's fine. I I really don't have a problem with Skinner's play. Now, you look at the Oilers as a whole; they're the type of team that plays to that plays to their opponent. Now, um, last game against um, Vegas. It the total did get away a little bit because um, because of obviously Jonathan Quick starting. He is an over goalie right now, um, so you saw the total get away from them. I look a little deeper into their schedule. We see that Dallas game on March 16th. We see the Vegas game where um, where that game went into overtime. When the Oilers are playing kind of playoff caliber teams, um, they are tightening it up, especially if you got Skinner in net. So on that basis, um, if I'm, I'm, I'm again, I'm assuming that we're getting Skinner. And if we do get Corpus Allo in a playoff type game where we're seeing the Oilers tightening it up, mm-hmm. I do like the under here. I need the seven and I need at least a minus 115, right? And it must be with Corpus Allo. So um, that is that is what we're waiting for. I saw Rob mention earlier that he's going to be on the under as well. Um, completely agree. Um, we'll both probably end up losing money on it together, and I'll <laughs> and I'll message him later. But um, yeah, I, I I like the I like the under here. I think that a lot of the goaltending play for for the Oilers right now is is um, is the overblown when you don't when you don't um, separate what you're getting from Campbell and what you're getting from Skinner. Right. Uh, Jordan Mosel here saying bet Kings. He bet Kings money line and under seven because sick in the head. Yeah, he's sick in the <laughs> so, head. Yeah, I mean, yeah it, it's correlated for sure. If uh, you know, if it does stay low event, lower scoring, then the Kings obviously have a much better chance. And at that price, I mean, it sort of makes sense. But yeah, fair enough. But, there was uh, a question about uh, Thomas and Butch Navish playing. Uh, they, they're both yeah. out. Yeah, and, yep. uh, yeah, I saw that. He did confirm that there. So Bushnevich and Robert Thomas out okay. there yeah. tonight. Um, uh, so no official play in this Oilers Kings game. Wait for goalie confirmation on those. Um, but uh, JH here is asking you guys before we move on. Two more games left here tonight. Asking, do you guys rely more on current goalie stats, say last ten or season performance, when rating them? That's a good question. So um, I spend a lot of time on goalies. I think that out of probably a lot of my peers, um, I I I don't. I think that goaltending matters a lot. Um, I spend ton of time modeling goalies and kind of what I'm what I'm looking for. I don't have a particular um, last ten or last eight or whatever that I that that I look at, but I do see where 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 goaltenders are are currently trending. And where that where they come in based on how their team is playing as well. So uh, when I look at where uh, where where a goaltender is trending, I see, I see a goalie like Skinner, where his games go over, but I think he's trending well. Now my long term concern with him is that as the Oilers are um, getting closer to possibly challenging for the division again. Um, I do worry that he's just going to get too many games. So right. in 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 some respects, it's probably better for the Oilers to kind of drop off a bit so that um, they can get Skinner some rest. But yeah, to answer the question, there's no there's no last ten or last eight I look at, but I do spend a lot of time in 
where where I've like based on my metrics where I've got the where I've got the goaltenders headed, and I spend a ton of time on them. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that that's a little bit where so money and eyes numbers differ a little bit. A lot of my projections are, you know, full season, even the past two, two and a half seasons. Um, that's certainly where some of this hate disdain for Sandstrom comes in. Some of this, uh, you know, prior love for Jack Campbell comes in, even though he's terrible. Some of this, uh, even Philip Grubauer, uh, you know, I still have him as a decent goalie, even though he was absolutely terrible last year. So, yeah, I think that that's one of the most important things about a model is it kind of cuts through the noise. It cuts through some of the recency bias and you can kind of get a, a bigger picture of who this goalie is, you know, and, and uh, compared to opposition. So I would say to answer the question, it's more, it's certainly more season long and past couple seasons for me. Okay. Uh, and just to confirm before we move off this game, uh, M H Albany or M Albany. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name there, but so with Corpus Allo and Skinner under seven, uh, I've confirmed on both of them. Yeah. All right. There you go. Hopefully that answers that for you. And you can just be a sicko like Jordan Mosel says it here and uh, go Kings money line and the under seven in that one and battle that out. But uh, uh, yeah, we've got two games remaining here. Next game. We'll look at it briefly here as well, similar to some of the other ones that we've previewed already here tonight. Anaheim on the road at Seattle, laying a big price. Is there anything you would want to look at here so money in this game between the Ducks and the Kraken tonight? Yeah, so um looks like Terry's going to be back for for Anaheim. Um, if we get Jones, um, you, you got to look the over here. So, um yeah, I'm not particularly excited about having to bet the 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 over in this game, but um, Anaheim, we've talked about just how terrible they are defensively, and um, I'm still bitter about that Colorado game. But um, I think that if um, if we do get Martin Jones and where I have him, I think that uh, we we that I'll, I'll be on the over here. All right, anything for you, Russ? Nope. And, you know, I, I agree. I think um, Seattle's certainly an over team and uh, you would not find me on an under here. So, no, I'd lean that direction. Also, I agree. All right. Final game of the night. Another game looking at an over here. And, and Russ, I'll go right back to you in this one. Vegas, San Jose, over six and a half, minus 114, under six and a half, plus 102. But you'd be leaning towards the over in this game between Vegas and San Jose tonight? Yep. Yeah. We played the over, over six and a half, right at minus one ten. Um, yeah. I think that minus one fourteen is playable. I think up to, I would play it up to minus one twenty. I'm not sure it will get there. This is a little bit of a, uh, you know, this game is not taking a ton of bets. So I'm not sure this market will move a ton. Uh, this is a fairly straightforward handicap for me. This is two of the worst defensive teams in the league. Um, I think we've got Lauren, Laurent Brossois confirmed for Vegas in net. I would like to see quick here, but I don't think it really matters at all. Uh, this San Jose team is 30th in scoring chances allowed the last 10 games, and Vegas Knights are 29th in scoring chances allowed. Both of these teams should be able to put up goals here. Um, I don't think it matters if you have Reimer or Kapokakinen for the uh, for the Sharks. 
they should both get their, you know, both get their chances here. And um, I actually, I could see a, a kind of an upset brewing in the, like a three, three game, or I could see Vegas going out and just dominating and putting up five goals. So yeah, I'll take, you know, I'll take my chances with over six and a half here. I think uh, this number gets to seven the majority of the time. So yep, that's the way I'm going. I don't have a ton to, you know, I don't have a ton to break down. Two very, very bad defensive teams. All right, so we left um, that in there. Yeah, I would have liked San Jose here, but um, but but they've yeah. been better into place now. I think that in the mid mid one fifties, it's um, I'm not I'm not going to be betting that. But if we do see any sort of movement where we can get San Jose into the low one sixties or mid one sixties, that's the way that I will be headed. Um, yeah. I expect to see Reimer in goal for San Jose now. Um, he stinks. If you look at his overall numbers on the season, there's uh, granted. I'll, I will, I will give that. But um, since he's returned from injury, I think he's um, starting to find his form a bit. He's not as bad right now as his overall season numbers dictate. And besides, besides that Vancouver game, which I'm, I'm okay at this point to call it an outlier. I think that he's actually starting to find his form. So. Um, but that doesn't put me on the under. So as as Russ mentioned, um, I'm not going to be touching the under in this game. Um, I do like where Reimer is headed, but San Jose would be the only look for me in this game. But I do need mm-hmm. that number, though. Yeah, I agree. It should be Reimer here. If we get Kapokokin and I would, that would just be a benefit um, to the over because he's just been playing so poorly. But you know, this this Knights team is kind of uh, kind of in a weird spot, right? Going into the playoffs and they're just playing absolutely awful on defense. Yeah. Uh, their last eight games, the total is 11, 7, 5, 7, 9, 9, 8, and 8. It's like they just have to try and keep up, you know, because their defense is so bad. And, yeah, like I said, I don't think it matters who they put in goal because they're giving up so many chances. So I think this should be an interesting game. And I do lean towards the dog here, even though it's like a, you know, hold your nose, nasty, disgusting underdog. Right. Uh, final game before we recap things here. We go in through all the games here for tonight, but Stormblaze asking here, Nashville Pit over six and a half plus a hundred. Uh, is that yeah, for you guys in that one? Circle back on that. Yeah, no, I like I was saying, I lean that direction. Uh, earlier this morning and overnight, there was a couple of sixes, minus 120, minus 125 sixes, and those just got bet right into. I would actually, if I would have had a six, minus 115-ish, I probably would have played that instead um you know i think this predators team is wants to kind of be low event but their defense has been playing very very poorly 25th in scoring chances allowed the last 10 games and the spitzberg team is terrible on defense and they generate a ton of scoring chances uh we talked about this tuesday i took the over in the detroit pittsburgh game that game was you know it was 3-3 within like the middle of the second period easy win so i i mean i lean that direction i think it's not quite enough for me to make a play. That's why I took the uh, the player prop, but I certainly lean that direction, and I would not, uh, you know, I wouldn't fault you for taking that angle at all. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think that uh, Soros worries me there sure. um, with his current form and throwing up a six and a half there. So, um, yeah, I got I I I got nothing there on that total. Yeah, that exactly. Why that's probably why you know we no, I'm staying off of it. You never know how how Soros is going to play if you have fifty saves. Yeah. 
All right, we will recap tonight's games, go through uh, all the picks that we've given out with prices that we picked them at. So if anybody was wondering what's being given out here today, we'll go through that now. Uh, but I do want to remind people before we get through these uh, pick recaps, the easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like Betstamp to do so. Betstamp compares odds across every sports book for games, futures, and player props. You can save time and money by checking Betstamp stamp before you bet make sure to download the app today you can find that in ios android or you can sign up on the web and if you are looking for a new sportsbook account please check out the new offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework you can also find the link in the description to sign up for new books there if you sign up through this page it helps support the show so we appreciate anyone who does that as well helps us out uh, but if you're looking to follow the show follow the picks throughout the course of the season see how we've done you can go over to the find better section there you can find us as edgework hq and russ so money you guys track on betstamp as well correct you guys that's our uh you guys do your tracking uh yep. throughout the course of the season follow yep. everything along see russ tweeting out his plays so you can follow russ and so money on twitter as well for mm -hmm. more insights and stuff there on things that are going on in the nhl but uh we will get here to recapping today's picks starting with the tampa bay washington capitals game we were taking the regulation time money line for the tampa bay lightning minus 120 there so tampa bay in regulation minus 120 we're looking at jake gensel over three and a half shots on goal minus 102 in the pittsburgh nashville game that's jake gensel over three and a half shots on goal minus 102 then we're going to go on to the Florida Montreal game. We are looking at the Montreal Canadiens plus 190 on the money line there against the Florida Panthers. That's the Canadiens plus 190 against the Panthers. Uh, in the Philadelphia Ottawa game, my pick here for tonight the Morgan Morgan Frost over one and a half shots on goal minus 143. That is Morgan Frost over one and a half shots on goal minus 143. Then going on to Carolina, Detroit, we're looking at the under 6, minus 105. That's under 6, minus 105 in Carolina, Detroit. And finally, over 6.5, minus 114 between Vegas and San Jose. That is over 6.5, minus 114 in Vegas, San Jose. So if you guys enjoyed the content here today, please make sure to hit like on this stream. So money, one more time for the people, if you could pull that up there. Uh, if you haven't already, smash it. Hit that like button before you leave. Smash the like button. Hit subscribe here on the channel as well. It helps us grow the show, continue to do more content, so we greatly appreciate that. And uh, final thing that I will remind people of, if you are looking for daily MLB content, heading over to the Cults of the Pen Twitter account today, John Legaza debuts the brand new daily MLB betting show there, uh, breaking down all the games for today. Today is MLB opening day, so yep. you're going to want to see that hear how he breaks it down he has a unique spin on how he looks at games how he looks at props all that kind of stuff so you're going to want to hear that it will be going daily on youtube starting tomorrow but for the first day today it is on the cults of the pen twitter account so check that out coming up at 12 eastern time after this show here but russ so money went for an hour here today a long one tons yeah. of games we broke down all of them so hopefully people enjoyed that but thank you guys so much for taking the time to do this thank you for your insights analysis as always very much appreciated. Thanks to everyone who joined in the show here today, uh, hopped in, watched along. Uh, if you're looking for more content, you can find some money coming back here on Monday, uh, Monday morning show. Russ, 
next Thursday, obviously locked in, but you never know when you might see Russ again. I think we might get another appearance out of him on Tuesday. We'll see. Might have yeah. to circle back and ask you again to come back with more props after what you've been giving out to us there. So look yep. forward to seeing you guys next week. Enjoy your weekends. And for everyone else in the chat, we'll see you guys back here tomorrow morning, 1030 a.m. Eastern time. Good luck on your bets tonight. We'll be right back.